0: Welcome back to another episode of Faded Reality, brought to you by AudioViolence.net
1: and Mountain Rogue Fabrication LLC. That would be our sponsor. So go AudioViolence, or go home. Chica, chica.
0: Chica, chica, chica. All right, so we're on episode eleven. Lucky yep. number eleven. All right, here we go. We're actually no. in the backyard now. We got a fucking fire going. Nice fire so going. Round, what is that? A like little a round table fireside discussion, if you will.
1: Fireside discussion.
0: Yeah. So what do we got going on tonight?
1: See here, well, we got plenty of topics to choose from. Grand Cheeto always provides <laughs> plenty of entertainment, especially in the last couple of days. No shit. Oh my god. Uh, which always, one you want to
0: what? hit on first? The fucking Paris Accords? Uh, I like how there are accords. I don't yeah. know, like, it's, like or first the fact it was the that... agreement, now it's the accords. Like I thought it was the Honda Accords. Why are you guys? <laughs> no, but that's the thing is, like they play these games with, with 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 vocabulary. Yeah, no. One of them is BLM. So if you notice, right before BLM, what probably what most people know is Black Lives Matter was this huge problem with the Bureau of Land Management.
1: Right. All of a sudden,
0: the heat got taken off of them because they're no longer ascribed the BLM moniker.
1: Ooh, right? They are no longer ascribed the BLM
0: moniker. No, that's for Black Lives Matter. Yep. You know, and I'm not I'm not even delving into that, that <laughs> subject oh, at all. What? or not. No, no. I'm not going to fucking touch that <laughs> with a ten <table laughs> pole because I mean, I don't know. I understand shit
1: is I, crazy. I
0: understand shit is way different than what it should be. And yeah, again, yep. everything's multifaceted.
1: Very multifaceted mm-hmm. as always. So we got the chords. We got, what is it, Kathy Griffin. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's fucking funny. That's... What I think
0: is fucking hilarious is how she come out and now she's a victim.
1: Oh, I know. I was like, I saw a picture. It was at Pogue Boot at Fucks um, on Instagram. If you guys get a chance, check them out. Like them. Follow them. They're fucking hilarious. They follow our same prescribed minds and everything like that. But it was one where she was riding the bike. She pulls oh, yeah. out a stick, sticks it in the wheel. She's like, "Ah, he hurt me." Fucking Trump. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's that classic. Yeah, I don't want a bicycle stick something to you. stick a stick through your spokes. Yeah, and then blame. Yeah, and then blame somebody you... else. Oh. Sorry, if you're gonna fucking, if you're gonna make a political statement like that, you better be ready yeah. to handle the backlash from it. And don't cry a foul fucking literally less than 48 hours later. I know,
1: right? Really?
0: Like, no. You, you ruined yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't even care.
1: <laughs> like, it doesn't bother me it was, one
0: fucking bit.
1: No, but it's amazing on how somebody will torpedo their career in half a second and then play the victim the next. When it's like, oh, it's my career. Well, no, it's... I mean... You did it to yourself. Yeah. Oh. She absolutely did do it to
0: herself. Yep. And, yeah, say that now she's the victim in all this? Yeah.
1: Uh. The other one that I thought was funny was the coffee tweet. The misspelled coffee tea where it's C-O-F-V-E-V-E. And how uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company.
0: Oh, C O V
1: F E F E. Yeah. Coffee
0: Fee. Yeah. They, what uh, does it mean? What does it mean? And then you have the fucking, uh, what is it, CNN talking about their chief analyst? C-H-E-I-F? <laughs> yeah. Instead of C-H-I-E-F?
1: Uh, but, I mean. Well, I was just laughing about how Black Rifle Coffee Company immediately jumped on it before it even, like, as soon as it started blowing up. And then they put their shit on that tight on Google. And they Google search, so when you Google search that, that was one of the ads that popped up at the very beginning.
0: Oh, they paid for the ad? Yeah. That's fucking rad. It's like, that's you did marketing you right. That's, yeah, that's, that's marketing, marketing done right. Fucking awesome. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, it's just, it's a fucking shit show. Yeah. So you, might as well, you might as well get something out of it. Oh, exactly. Uh, that's fucking brilliant.
1: Yeah, those guys are, they're hands down some of the best advertisers out there for small the black rifle coffee company article 15 group they're some of the best advertisers out there for on their for their stuff
0: yeah well I do you, mean, who do you think that stems from though do you think that's from the team that they have behind the scenes or do you think that's from those guys oh it's who, the whole
1: network but i mean they've put right, out amazing I would, stuff
0: i, I got to imagine it's yeah it's not it, i got i have to imagine at this point this is not your typical you know what i mean marketing strategy yeah. analysis type people. Oh no. Who you know what I mean? Went to school for it and yeah. got fucking BAs and shit. No. We're talking about fucking free thinkers I'm assuming fucking military yeah. personnel. You know what I mean? Who have actually seen the shit and yeah. have a world
1: view. Well and where now, you know what I mean, dude, and that's uh, their that's their markets that, are totally different. Their market. They know their market. Yeah. They're targeting veterans and active duty personnel and Leos and civilians that are Patriotic and that are along the same lines of thinkers of that. And it's easy once you have that demographic, if you are that demographic, it's even easier to target it because you know what they want. Yeah. Like that Matt Best, uh, Art of the guys at Article 15 Clothing. But uh, he's reaching, guys.
0: but that's the thing is, though, these guys are reaching far outside just the veteran demographic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So you have all the, the you know, all the, all the same. I don't know. I don't know, veteran fans, if you will, or
1: yeah.
0: I don't know. It's like there's a huge following there.
1: Oh yeah, they're. Uh, they put out a, a new video. The Memorial Day video that they did was amazing. I don't know if you saw that one. It was the viral. They went. It went viral, and had over ten, ten to eleven million posts. Or which views. one was it? It was the last one that they just did. It was a Memorial Day. Video.
0: What, what what's in the video? Um, describe it.
1: Oh, it was uh basically it was the guy walking through. It was Matt best He was walking through, and he had like his best friend around him everywhere. And oh, it was a tribute oh. to him. Where basically, and then it goes to where he's walking down to the grave, and he sees the grave, and it pans the camera pans around the grave, and it's just Matt best standing there, even though he saw his buddy and all those things, and it was like, "You're with me forever, no matter what. You will never be forgotten." And it was a really powerful video, Yeah, and it reached, I, I want to say, it was I saw, it was like 11 million views before it got taken down by Facebook by cop for copyright stuff. What? Yeah, it got taken down for a day, and then it got posted the next day again, but the Anweiser Bush commercial reached like 14 million people. So you got like a small organization that's competing, essentially, with their marketing. I mean... Their video got as many, only a few million views less than somebody that's sitting there. It's got a well, huge budget,
0: right? We're seeing this all the yeah. time. I mean, I mean, shit. You know, I hate to say it, but like, look at like Alex Jones. You know, what I mean, that guy does get millions of fucking yeah. views. Oh yeah, um, and then you have even better than him, right? Which is um, uh, um, um, the UFC guy.
1: Uh, Conor McGregor? No. no. Oh, fuck, Joe Rogan.
0: Joe Rogan, right? Yeah, GRE, right? I mean, that guy, you know, gets even more millions of right. right, viewers and listeners and, you know, so, but it just goes to show you that, yeah, like mainstream media, and I've been seeing it for years, they're a fucking dinosaur. Yeah. They're on their way out.
1: No, they are. You know and they're I mean? a way of advertising. It's all about social media and actually connecting with your demographic. That's all
0: they have left is social media. Yeah. And it's pathetic because- they the people that they have running their social media sites have no fucking No, clue they what have they're doing. no idea what they're no doing. No idea what they're doing. And honestly, it and it's it's pretty obvious that they're you know, they're teaching these people how to run social media instead of hiring
1: people that to did, run their right. social media. Well and one of the things I it's interesting too is that when you start getting to big chains and I understand with a big chain or a big company, it's hard to interact with people on social media at the extent you need to, but I mean that's really the golden part of social media is it allows the company and the person who's either listening to listening to them or purchasing their products, it allows them to bounce their feedback to them right then and actually communicate them with them. Right. And the companies that do the best on social media are the ones that are always responding to the people and saying, hey, okay, this is what is going on, let's fucking talk about this. And they're not afraid to talk about it. I mean, yeah. they connect with other people, and that's how you. That's really the best thing. I mean, you see those things on, like, uh, Diply or all those other bullshit clickbait sites, where it's like the burns when the companies come back and burn the people. Like Wendy's is famous for it for their tweet for their tweets going back and forth with customers. Oh, dude, yeah, Wendy's is like, fucking awesome. Yeah,
0: but that's because they have somebody in there knows what the fuck they're doing.
1: Exactly. But that's that interaction that it's like, okay, that's what you need for social media if you're advertising on it. That's
0: what you need. Absolutely.
1: And that's why it's always so awesome to read that stuff is because you love it when an actual company actually talks to the consumer about it or, in this case, talks shit to the consumer, which is even funnier.
0: (laughs) Yeah, kind of funny how that works, right?
1: Yeah. It's just, that's even better. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Everything's gone troll I mean, yeah, It's the age I Gone is
1: the It's no longer the age of men It is the age of the troll It is the age <laughs> of the troll
0: I, I don't know I don't know whether to be disappointed or look forward to The great meme war of 2030 Shit right Because you know it's coming <laughs> And it's going to be fucking way more detrimental Than people will give precedence to
1: I don't know It's It's one of those things where it's like The trolling is either a good thing or a bad thing it's kind of good because it means people are not being as soft as they were.
0: Right, absolutely. So, which
1: is nice because they're actually getting some thick skin and to be a troll on the internet, you have to have some thick skin absolutely. To, to take it back and take it and then dish it back out.
0: Well, you cannot troll
1: a troll. I yeah. I mean, it's like state law or... Don't feed
0: the trolls. Gravity, I don't know, yeah. But if you feed the trolls, yeah, what do you expect? Yeah.
1: But I mean, it's like, so that's good, but at the same time you see it and it's like people just say shit now in person just to get a rise out of people when it's like there's no point to it. It's like you're not adding to it, you're just trolling in real life. Dude,
0: trolling it, talk about trolling in fucking real life. The most fucking hilarious thing happened the other day. I was at the meta market and was grabbing uh, some blue drinks. What is it? Like the um, Full Throttle, right? That's okay. the wife likes full throttle. And I'm third person in line. Anyways, there's this gal in line, and she's having a conversation with the cashier, and it's something about beef jerky. And the cashier tells her, "Well, right behind you, there are three for a dollar." And there's like this weird thing of silence where, you know, this gal is like looking back at the jerky thing, looking at the cash the cashier looking back at the fucking jerky and then was like, oh, okay, well then I'll just do that. Can I pay for it now? She's like, yeah, i yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she pays for it, gives her her change. The cashier turns around real quick just to grab a paper bag so that way she can put her three pieces of jerky in them. Right? Yeah. Um, the gal, she turns around and then is like, you know, left kind of like clueless, like, oh God, yeah. what do I do now? So the cashier's like, um, ma'am, here you go, here's your bag. She's like, by by chance, did you go to school here in Eagle Point? <laughs> 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 oh my fucking God, dude. Eagle pump, Everybody bro. starts fucking laughing their ass off. <clears throat> and she looks at her fuck she looks at the cashier clueless. You're like, what do you mean? She's like, Well, it took you a few minutes to go ahead and do the math, <laughs> so I'm just gonna go ahead and assume. Assume, yes, and I was just like, I, I, I as soon as I got up there, I'm all that was fucking savage. <laughs> She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I get like that sometimes. Well, I didn't say that was bad, I said it was savage. There's a difference, yeah. Savage is good, like, you were fucking savage in real life. And you know what? It was warranted.
1: Yeah. Stupid people, there's a limit to stupid people. Yeah. Like, you... But co-
0: the bad part was is dude, the broad had no fucking clue. But <laughs> at that point, it's like, I kind of felt bad, but at the same time, it's like, you know what? You probably should have someone here helping you look out for your best interests. Yeah. And, dude, this this lady was older than I was.
1: Shit. Completely clueless. Yeah. Oh, that's and bad. everywhere. Yeah,
0: they probably have opinions and vote and breathe She already so, probably bred. I would imagine so. it's already yeah. too late for that gene yeah. pool.
1: Yeah, you gotta love savagery in real life,
0: dude. I respect it so much.
1: Yeah, but, but I, I mean, find my, I find
0: myself like,
1: dude, it's hard to con hard. Somebody hold asked
0: some like, especially when you go to a store and somebody asks you if you need any help. And finally, you're like, "Hey, can you point me to where this and this is?" Yeah. And they take you somewhere completely fucking away from where you were <laughs> trying to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was I was looking for um, I was looking for hex head bolts, right? Okay. Or the Allen head bolts. Um, they're called different things at different places. Right. And. Yeah, I just couldn't fucking find them, or I, I I had found what they had, but they were out of what I needed, so I thought, and he, you know, made the the gesture of, hey, maybe I can help you find something. Yeah. So I was like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Took me to the complete opposite <laughs> corner of where they could possibly be. He had no fucking idea. He'd take you And I, I literally just, I just, I, I damn near snapped at him. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I told you this is what I wanted. Yeah. Look at what you brought me to.
1: You oh, no. I mean? there's, oh, and no. I just
0: stared at him and he's like, oh, fuck. I'm like, yeah, you, yeah. I just called you out. You were yeah. out of your element. Don't fucking ask people for help if you're going to fucking lead them off a cliff.
1: I did that at Lowe's. Um, I was at Lowe's a while back and me and Sherry were there and she was picking up field fencing. It was uh, like last summer. Because we were fixing a, after, um, anyways, long story short, fucking go to Lowe's, sitting there ordering field fence, right? They're like, okay, well, this is where it is, we're going to order it, put it in order at the cashier, because that's normally where you go, put it in order in the cashier for a big roll like that, you're not going to carry it around in a the card, they'll bring it out to you. Nope. They could not freaking find the SKU. Yep. They could not call the person, because they were calling them, and then they weren't answering. And then, so I finally, after 10 minutes of waiting, I finally stormed back there. I'm like, fuck this. I'm fucking done with it. I fucking go down there, take a picture of the skew, bring it back. And I grabbed the whole freaking roll of fence, threw it up on my shoulder, walked through, and I sat there and looked at the dude right before I picked it up and looked at the dude who was sitting there gabbing. He's like, well, what can, what can I help you with? And he's sitting there talking to this old lady, and he clearly didn't want to help me. Right. Just clearly, he was just sitting there fucking gabbing away at this old lady. And I was like, looked at him, and I'm like, I need this field fence right here. Picked it up, and pulled it to the side, grabbed the rest of the field fence, dumped it in the fucking aisle, picked it up, threw it up on my shoulder, and walked all the way to the fucking front of the store, checked out, and fucking was like, done. Yeah. I was not having any of it. I almost was typing in the skew for the lady because she didn't understand. She could not read back the skew. Like, I would type, it, tell her what it is, and she's like, zero two two one. And I'm like, no, it's zero two two zero. And it just went on for, like, way too long. I was just like, I was done. Fucking grabbed my shit and fucking left. I was like, fuck this shit.
0: Where was that at? At Lowe's. Lowe's, yeah. yeah. I've had the same problems trying to get Rebar out of Home Depot. It's fucking ridiculous.
1: It is. It was very satisfying dumping, like, five strands of 300 three hundred feet of field fence. That way, like, they're good 75, 80 yeah, pounds. Yeah, it's not. They're not light. But I dumped all of them that it's were on the shelf. Steel fencing, right? Yeah, I mean it's a steel wire fencing. I dumped all four of them that were on the shelf. Dumped them on the fucking aisle, left them laying there on the sides, and just walked off. Oh wow!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, so
1: satisfying.
0: Yeah, fuck. What are you gonna do though, man? I mean, I mean that's a lot get, of get get satisfied by dumping them and. In- Fountain, I guess. Yep, I mean, fuck it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that dude had Cause to. Because there it really up. ain't there really ain't much left at that
1: point. Nope, that's it. That's about it. I either could have tore that dude a new asshole or dumped it on the side, and that was. But awesome. I'm gonna guess
0: that he wasn't even worth wasting the time because nope. he wouldn't even realize how stupid he was.
1: Nope. Yeah. But I mean, that's like going to like a hunting store, gun store in general, bringing a female friend and letting her go in and tell them what they want, what she wants, and then watch what they tell her. Right. <laughs> the fuckery abound that starts with that one. Oh, my God.
0: Every fucking time, too. And it's funny. Like you And then as soon think, as you, you walk the up... the guy is solid. Yeah. He won't be. Nope. But as soon as you walk up, guess how solid he Oh, gets. he
1: gets solid real fucking quick. Fucking funny. Oh. Uh, it's
0: something about split tails. I mean, I guess you can't blame them. I don't know. I I don't operate that way. I can't.
1: No. You would want... I, I don't know. I think... At, for me, my own personal values would not go along with like if I'm doing a service like that, I would do the best possible job I can. Yep. Even if it's shitty retail job, fuck it. It's still what you're doing. Especially if you're selling people firearms yeah. that are saying, Hey, I need to protect myself. Like if you give that bad that person bad advice and you send them the wrong direction and they're legitly going, I need this because my ex husband is threatening to kill me right and then they get killed because you sent them the wrong fucking way and they Dude, that trusted shit's your experience. Your head. That's in us. On that blood's on your hands, right? I mean, that's something you got to live with for the rest of your life if you make the connection.
0: Eh, technically not, but at the same time, it's like no, dude. Part of that is
1: yeah, yeah. Take in, this- in the
0: big scheme of things, yeah. Part of that is if you're if you're being a douche. Yeah, but I I mean, but then again, at the same point though, I mean, or at the same time, it's almost like it's. I guess maybe maybe the guys don't have control of their own fucking emotions because we, we know that's a common thing, right? Like yeah. People don't have control of their emotions. So, yeah. You know, and they deal with a female that's by herself. They get emotionally invested, you know, whether or not they want to try to have an emotional relationship with that
1: person. Right. But they the just... The dynamics change yeah, automatically. They, yeah. They, right? <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. It was, and see uh,
0: That's where I think you need to like, oh, like be cognizant of what you're doing, yeah. have some tenets in life and abide by those. Yeah. Like, and catch yourself slipping and admit it. Like, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely nothing. Like, if you own that nature. shit, at least you're owning that shit. Yeah. you be like, hey, I'm sorry. I was leading you down in the wrong direction. This is really what you should get. This well, is my best yeah. advice. And
0: that's the thing, too, though, is like and with, pro- with with practice, you can actually get to where you recognize those
1: things before before they, you start yep. putting
0: your foot in your mouth. Yeah. Right? I mean. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I just, I that's a huge fucking pet peeve of mine. And honestly, like, cause I know, I remember, uh, Ellis, the guy from Dukes of Jefferson, we were talking about that a while, a couple episodes ago. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about that's why you never go to sports homes. Well, it's like that wherever you go. It It doesn't matter what fucking store you go to, whether it's Wellburn's, well, maybe not some of those mom and pop shops. Well, yeah, Wellburn's really is, well, uh, Dude, it's that's a, a toss it's a up. it's a toss up. It all depends on who you. Everybody get. has a
0: fucking bias. That's yeah. the thing.
1: Yep, everybody has a freaking bias. Everybody but, has I mean, a bias. For the most part, those small mom and pop shots will lead you less astray, rather than the big chain stores because they that's their business. I do.
0: I I think so. I don't know. Um, I did. I did have. Uh, shit, is his name Phil? From Wellburns.
1: big tall dude. Yeah, big dude. Yeah,
0: I went in to ask some questions about the my pistol upper. Right before I had taken apart, like it was actually being shipped, and I had some questions about taking apart because it was a key mod rail, and pretty much he did not answer my question, and all he proceeded to tell me was that it's probably shit, it's probably junk. They have probably fucking um threadlocked everything on there. Yeah. And that when you try to take it apart, it's going to be ruined. And I was just like,
1: yeah. what the
0: fuck are you really? I
1: I had a similar experience with and him, too. And that's what he
0: told me. Yeah. And he was fucking dead fucking serious. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. I was just like, no way. I you know. And then so I jump online and I start looking, and sure enough, there's a few of these people that are advocating that. And then there's a bunch of people saying why the fuck are you people even saying this shit? Yeah. I've never had this problem.
1: It's all ignorance. Well, well, guess because it's hand.
0: My fucking shit came, and I tore it down to go get it Cerakoted <laughs> by yeah. um, what angry uh, angry pumpkin coatings, a.k.a. Uh, Cerakote Creations right. okay, and it came... Dude, it disassembly was fine. Yeah. Not a problem. Well, and
1: a lot of that thing is you find... Everything
0: was torqued to spec that needed to be torqued. <laughs>
1: You know what I mean? It yeah. was like, well, I think a lot of the issue is you deal with, and I had the same exact experience with him when I was looking for my VP. When I was getting a VP nine, mm-hmm. he was trying to dive me straight into the Rock Island Armory nineteen elevens, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I want a nine millimeter. Actually, I don't even want a nine millimeter. I want my, I want an HK VP nine. This is what I want. Can you order it for me? And no, nope, he was trying to hard sell me on it because that's his bias as a pistol. Fuck and I'm that like, shit, man. Cool, I got that you like Rock Island. That's cool, great for you. Yeah, I want an HK VP9. You are what not going. What you want is what you yeah.
0: want. You're Fuck not going to convince
1: me that a ni- Rock Island Armory 1911 is better than HK VP9. No, no. you're not going to convince no. me, especially not for what I want. Period. But going back to like what you were talking about, I mean, it's like that's a common thing I see, especially in the fire firearms industry. Somewhat in the knife industry, like the custom knife pages I follow, and just in any industry, really, is that ignorance. ignorance. Is, no, it's, it's not ignorance, well, no, man.
0: It's, Everybody says ignorance. It's not ignorance. It's, Dude, these people are fucking literally bad-mouthing people.
1: Well, I was going to say it's subconscious ignorance. And the reason I say that is because you have people that go online. Like, when you go and look up a review, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I want to look at this knife. Like, uh, the Tom Brown tracker is a perfect example. You get a bunch of people on a forum or any of like AR15.com is another one where if you're looking up something specific, you're like, hey, I want to get this. And you post it on there as a question. Hey, what anyone who's had one, let me know what your thoughts are. Okay. And then they go, well, I never had one, but I had a buddy that had one or a friend of a friend that had one, and I didn't like it, but it's like –
0: Instantly they're done, dude. Yeah, Who cares what they have to say?
1: Exactly. But everyone wants to throw out their own two-piece, their two cents yeah, on it, and I, they have no clue what they're actually talking about. And that's why I say subconscious ignorance is because they've got an okay. opinion on it. Right. Well, you but have they don't those really people, know what they're saying. But those
0: people, honestly, I mean, you know, if you're going to give any type of fucking credence to those posts, eh, you might want to question where you're getting your information from completely. Right. I mean... Um, what I'm talking about is the 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 small business owners that feel like they have to badmouth other people in order, you know what I mean, to just
1: on a, make themselves sound more knowledgeable.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. But what it is is like they it's weird how they they adhere to these weird
1: um, um, dogmas.
0: Well, see, not even dogmas, but stereotypes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess dogma would work. Um, but that's a, I think that's a little bit deeper. Yeah, right? that's no, it's on the definitely deeper. Yeah, that's end. past. Yeah. You know, just your stereotypical, um, you know, misnomers. So they they adhere to those and they push them. But you you notice that what they're ultimately what they're doing is they're just trying to sway you to what they specialize in. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, uh, you know, if you're a dealer for a certain brand.
1: You, you know, want to push that brand because that's your... But
0: you can't... The reason why you want to push it is because nobody within a certain area is allowed to sell that brand as well. Right. So once you get that, you want to keep it. And if you're right. not making the sales and that company, you know, say it's Smith & Wesson thinks they can sell more somewhere better, you know yeah. what I mean? That's, you know what I mean? Within your area, they will straight up pull your shit and sell it somewhere else. And now you're... You can sell them too, but you're not getting that discount. Right. And there's actually not much, excuse me, there's not much money in firearm sales. Right. Where your money comes from is all your accessories, ammunition, you know what I mean? Right. All the, everything else. Well, especially The basic platform itself, there's not much money in Right. Sure, you get into customs, totally different
1: ballgame. Right. Right?
0: Well, so. Especially
1: with like uh, handguns like the Smith & Wesson Shield and stuff like that where it's the manufacturers themselves are giving $150 rebates, $200 rebates off actual firearm itself. It's like, well, there goes the money. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, but I mean, at that point, that's where, you know, numbers count. You yeah. Know, it comes back down to like, look.
1: When you're generating, you're going for your general percentage at the end of the year or at the end of the fiscal well, year. It's
0: the age old, it's the age old saying of you can sell one thing for a million dollars or you can sell a million things for for a dollar right either way you're gonna fucking make a million
1: dollars right well you're eh, gonna no. sell you're gonna sell a million, million dollars you're not gonna make it yeah you're not gonna, you're gonna start it. counting in your time <laughs> for making a, selling a million which things a which a lot of dollar. people forget
0: to, yes like profit margins uh, yeah do people even really know what that means nope yeah cause we're talking about percentages here yeah what you actually get to
1: keep bring in yeah yeah, what is it? Uh, uh, I saw a figure on what Walmart's pr- profit percentage was actually. and It was really not what they needed to break over. And it's really not that high. But because they're generating so much income, it's... Well, it's sustainable. Fucking, because, yeah. yeah,
0: there's just so many billions of dollars of shit being sold. Uh, prime example is like um, uh, Costco. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Cost, All that shit
0: work. was brought to light, especially during um,
1: when well, uh, the state
0: of Oregon was trying to pass that hidden sales tax. Yeah. Yeah, it came to light. It's like they have an 11% profit margin. Yeah. And their tax rate would have been, what was it, 10%? Yeah, so they would be so, making 1%. Yeah, they would be making 1% at that point. It's like that. Who the fuck is going to eat that? Yeah. Seriously? Who's going to eat Who's going to eat it? Because yep. it ain't going to be them. Nope. And it's not going to be the state.
1: Nope. So who's it going to be? It's either going to be the employees or the cus- customers.
0: No, it'll be the, fucking, well, it'll well, be no, the because end user. They,
1: yeah, it'll be the end user, but also at the beginning stages of that, because they're not going to be able to just jack their prices straight up like that. You know what I mean? I mean, prices will go straight up, but at the same time, to soften that, they might end up cutting down fucking benefits and shit like that and work hours and stuff like that.
0: Possibly. Trying
1: to get around...
0: Well, actually, that's well, with, one good thing, though, that...
1: That is with Costco. Costco, Costco so, won't do right. that shit. No,
0: that would literally just go straight into the, the, right. the consumer's consumer. But like pockets. other companies like yes, Harry and David abs- and stuff like that. Walmart.
1: Walmart. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The fucking employees would feel
1: part of that. Deal. Yeah, they I would agree. feel a huge hit. Yes. And Isn't
0: it fucking sad that, like, that's no. how, how shit works? Yeah, no. But we know... We, we pay attention enough when we know which companies treat their employees good, yep. which companies treat their employees like shit. You know what I mean? It's like, spend your money at those places if you yeah. can Like, I get it. Like, Costco, honestly, you know. It's hard unless, to unless, shop there Unless sometimes. you're a middle, you know, high middle income family, yeah. you probably have a really hard time shopping there.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's like, hard. I can't shop Saving, there all the time. Savings-wise, yeah, it's phenomenal. But Dude, at the same time. Is. You're buying so much at one time. It's like you're spending for what you would get. Like, yeah, it may last you six months, but you're spending six months worth of budget
0: right right there at one time now. But what it shows you is honestly, dude, I wish more people would pay attention because that's like a, a glimpse into how like how a business actually works. Yeah. Like they're trying to show you that you can run your household like a fucking business. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you buy, yeah, a no. If you do percentages, do, yeah, do yeah. smart shopping,
1: and you know, yeah. Well, and why the fuck wouldn't you? It's amazing too. Like you watch this, everybody's
0: borrowing, everyone's borrowing like they're a company. Yeah. They might as well literally run their shit like
1: it's a no company. shit. There's a there's a show I watched not too long ago is uh, extreme couponing or something like that, and that shit was impressive. There was people getting paid to shop essentially because they were doing they had so much i mean it's talking about the yeah secret shoppers and shit yeah Yeah. Uh well no it's the extreme couponing so the people would sit there and pull all these coupons and shit and they either would be completely free everything that they would get and it'd be a six month supply of whatever they needed for free or they'd actually they could make money off of it where they were actually getting money back because they were saving so much money It was like Dude, you know that. ridiculous. But
0: you know there's like a huge backlash with all that too though? Like, fucking for some reason and I don't know why but it's well known within the couponer community that employees take that shit personal sometimes. Really? Yes. For some reason they take that fucking shit personal and they raise a stink and like, there's even been a few rare instances where they've called the cops and tried to say that these people are stealing. This is bullshit. Yeah, no, it's fucking hilarious. That's... I should get my sister on and let her fucking dude I'm telling you fucking
1: Really? I just think it's impressive. I mean, it takes a lot of time and probably the amount of time that the person puts into it is you calculate that out because I mean you only have two things your time and effort right so if you calculated that out I mean it's probably not well I mean it pays for itself so I mean you're putting in the work anyways but you're not spending actual cash on it
0: yeah Uh, it's 11 o'clock she might not answer damn it was really
1: hoping Your call has been forwarded to an automated
0: voicemail. Fucker. <laughs> well, unfortunately,
1: we weren't able to get our guest on the phone. Reacher. Well, I mean, she does have, like,
0: two young children. Yeah. And, you know, a life and all that other good stuff. <laughs> so, no, I was being completely... I was calling myself a fucker. Because <laughs> I probably shouldn't have called her to begin with,
1: but... Hey, you can you try. You never know. You never hey. know. So she wanted to keep on shoppers? or mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time?
0: Yeah. And she actually learned about it by working at Target. Okay. Yeah. And then it's funny, like, most of her horror stories actually come from Target. And she's had people straight up lie and say that they're the manager on duty. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Come to find out, no, in fact, they were not. <laughs> the fucking manager on duty was just on lunch break at that fucking time. And yeah, that person sub- subsequently got fired. Right. Yeah, because. Naturally. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah they're. Which is funny that somebody, Target fucking does that shit. They do coupons. Like, yeah, they know.
1: Which is funny that somebody that is getting paid by the hour would take so much offense and take it personally. I, yeah, I don't know why. When man. it's like, really? Why do you care? Right? You're just scanning the fucking. Like, that's your job. Scan <laughs> the fucking product in front of you, tell the person how much it is. And then send them on their way.
0: It's the same fucking people that bitch about fucking other people getting away without paying taxes. They're like, well, if I have to fucking pay taxes, right. then you have to fucking pay taxes. Well, then cut fuck out your fucking loopholes. It's like, cut out um, your fucking coupons. Yeah, I was like, there's ways around shit. There's a reason. Like, come on. Yeah. Come the fuck on.
1: Step up your game instead of being fucking lazy, right? Fucking because you don't want to put your time
0: yourself.
1: You don't want to put the time and, and effort it. into it. Yeah. And now you can't reap the rewards that this person is because they're putting their time and effort into what they're getting, and yep. they get the re- they get the reward because they're fucking putting their time and sweat in it. That's
0: f- dude. It it the, goes
1: with anything in every, fucking life. Dude,
0: oh my god! Like this is why capitalism rules and everything else drools. <sighs> Literally, you know what I mean? It's like, your time is valuable. And Absolutely. what you do with it makes who and what you are. Right. And if you're going to sit there and fucking complain and bitch, instead of doing shit, guess what? You're going to be sitting in a filth of fucking complain of crap.
1: For the rest of your life. That's it.
0: That's all you're going to have.
1: Yeah. Shit's fucking just annoying to listen to. But it's
0: funny because that's like a natural law. Like... If you, you know, say everybody fucking disappears and you're left all by your fucking self, what are you going to do? Sit there and complain that it ain't fair?
1: Yeah, no shit. Or are right. you going to
0: fucking make sure you
1: survive? Make sure I'm going to survive. That's me. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Right.
0: But there's no, some but people out there no, yeah.
1: that will just sit there and be like, this isn't fucking fair. Well, it's the same people that are joked about that, like when it comes to apocalypse or natural disaster or whatever happens in a apocalyptic scenario of some sort. I mean, they're the ones that fucking clutch their phones, hide in the corner, and fucking complain and die.
0: Yep, and it's all on video.
1: Yep, it's fucking post that shit to Facebook. Facebook live stream your own death. (sighs) They don't don't want to take personal responsibility for their own shit. Yeah, it's easier to blame others than it is to blame yourself.
0: It comes back down to personal responsibility, right?
1: I mean, nobody. But it's it's the hard truth. And nobody wants the fucking hard truth. Nope. You hear the hard truth and your natural rea- reaction is to run away from it. Because it's hard. It's not the easy way. Cognitive dissonance, right? Yep. I mean,
0: plain and simple. Or the simple fact that they got fucking uh, Stockholm Syndrome. You know what I mean? Not a lot. I think a lot of people actually suffer from that via government right. than anything else in this country. Yeah, I don't
1: get it. It's like yeah shit's amazing that fucking people will sit there I don't know it's just fucking amazing how lazy people are like how unwilling they are to put themselves in a better place it yeah. really is it's like your time is what you're worth so if you're gonna go and fucking make $10 an hour and you're happy with that well you're just setting the bar for your time is worth $10 an hour Yeah. that's it it's like it's funny too, because like I've seen that too with people like asking for raises and stuff like that. You always read about how people have like there's so many different videos. Like I don't know, because I follow like a lot of Forbes and stuff like that on my newsfeed and okay. shit. And there's a lot of things that pop up, like videos of how to ask your boss for a raise. And it's like it's easy. You say my time is worth this. I have proved that this is what I deserve. Yep, that's it.
0: It's Pretty cut and dry, I actually. I mean, it's cut and yeah. dry.
1: That's all you have. Uh-huh. And if you're happy with what you're being worth or ascribed to your worth, then I guess keep it. But, I mean, really, if you want it to change, you got to make it change yourself.
0: Right. Well, and I guess that's the thing. is like, look, if, if you really do believe that your time is worth that, what you're going to do is you're going to put yourself in a position where you are able to find what you're worth. right Right. you can't just manipulate the market to your will right no you're gonna have to go after where the market is for what you feel that you're worth you better have a fucking skill right and you better be able to just demonstrate that but yeah to just blindly fucking ask you know yeah and say because the cost of living or this or that man that shit never fucking flies
1: no Well, it's like, you fucking create a, like, if the, like, with um, minimum wage, if it increases, if they jack the minimum wage up through the state or federal, you have an increase in minimum wage. Well, what's going to happen to all the companies' prices? They have to pay more. Right. They have to pay more to keep their employees employed, so they're going to increase the cost of goods. And so it's going to stay the same. And inflation is going to happen faster on the consumer goods end than it will on the on the market end of or on living end.
0: Right. Well, oh, man, it's weird. Have you ever fucking done some math on fucking like when people compare wages of say the CEO to you know the average employee, and you know people always say, "Well, look, the CEO makes right." uh six hundred thousand dollars a year and his employee only makes what sixty thousand dollars a year. And they're like, well if you were to cut you know or if you were to cut his wages and divide it out amongst all the employees, which are say 250 employees, right right because you're gonna have a pretty big pretty big fucking place if you, you know your CEOs making that much right? Right. Yeah, you divide that out, it really ain't shit. No, it's really not. It's really not. But here's the thing: is without that guy,
1: none of these motherfuckers are making sixty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. So, technically, it's worth it. Well, it's worth it for them because Um, it's the caliber of people that you have in those positions that are capable. It's like any time you've been in, a, if you've ever been in a management position, if you've never been in a management position, it's hard (laughs) to understand the level of fuckery. That goes along with being in a management position. Because, right. like, for my job as a subcontractor, 11 months out of the year, or, yeah, like 10, 11 months out of the year, I'm by myself. I run the ship. I run everything by myself. I do everything. And that's my job. Right. And then the one month out of the year that I have, I'm in charge of a 10-man crew. And the stress level changes completely. Where it's no longer... Am I worried about scanning boxes? It goes to, and I have to make sure these motherfuckers are scanning every box, make sure the pallets are being made exactly where they are, exact pallet counts for the truck that's coming, everything, the pallet load, the trailer loads, trailer times, everything else, and it's a whole different thing. Well, the
0: metrics are different.
1: Yeah, the metrics mm-hmm. are completely different, but you hand that off to somebody else who has no clue what the fuck they're doing, of the fucking time, they're going to sink like goddamn fucking rock. Yeah. You can't take a two-hour break because, well, guess what? In that two hours where everyone else is at lunch, shit is going down.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And that's when it goes down is when everyone else is fucking gone, and then it's on your shoulders. Yep. So, yeah, it makes sense to pay them a little more because it takes a special person – to fill those manager spots, right,
0: it does. Especially
1: I, on as you like, people yeah. don't get that, man. Yeah. As you get higher and higher up, the stress only gets more and more.
0: Yes, that's what you're being compensated for,
1: and you're yeah. also being
0: compensated for your 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 quick on the spot, you know, almost reactionary type fucking fixes. Like yeah, just oh, absolutely. hurting cat slash putting out little fires all fucking yeah. day long.
1: Well, and not only that, and but you just
0: you have a track record that shows that you can do that nine times out of 10 yep. all day, every fucking day. Not very many people can do not that. Not many the people. stress gets to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can't. Well,
1: yeah. And that was like, and it's something that you can learn as, and become a better leader if you do self-development. Cause I know the first fucking year I did it, it was a fucking train wreck, even though I had a, but I had a courier with me to help me. Okay. And then last year the show was mine. You know what I mean? It was just a completely different dynamic. Even more fucking pressure was put on. But, I mean, you get up higher and higher and all those small fires that all those managers deal with, Mm -hmm. now they become larger fires when they fucking roll up to when they get to you. Yeah. And also, not only that, but when you're in those types of positions at the higher level, you're paid salary. So it doesn't matter how many hours a week you put in, whether it's 60 to 100 hours a week, if you end up living pretty much straight at your office, well, guess what? That's why you're getting paid as much as you are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's
1: not like you're getting paid by the hour. It's straight salary. Yeah. Well, that
0: could turn into a long discussion. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and move on to, I guess, something else. Sounds good. Um, Yeah, shit. Like this fucking awesome fucking fire we got yep. going. The old, the old log
1: cabin. Log cabin style. Proponent of. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's the embers just fall in. Like the wood falls into the embers and it just channels everything naturally. It's easy to add more wood to without like a TP. Because like TP fires, when you pile them up together and everything like that, they start collapsing in on themselves and they fall over all wonky. It's hard to build it back up and like keep the TP status.
0: True. Well, and I mean, this is basically a scaled down version of, say, a pallet fire.
1: Right, exactly. Which
0: pallet fires are just fucking. Party, phenomenal, phenomenal. Right, <laughs> right? So yeah, Woo-hoo! yeah. That's just like your own little mini party mm-hmm. in your backyard. And exactly. Build, build a fucking
1: log, log cabin, cabin
0: fire. Well, it's not even a log though. That's the funny thing. It's just a two by four, two by four or, uh, chimney. Chimney. <laughs> no, that's really what it looks like. No. It looks like a chimney. Yeah. Old cozy home for the fire. Yeah, let's throw the little dog in there. Come here, little dog. What are you doing? Come
1: here. Oh, he knows.
0: I'll put you in the fire.
1: He's like, oh, no, I'm going to this guy. No. <laughs> oh. Man, I got the ruckus. I got the ruckus. Where's the Mexi? Tell you what, those two little hound dogs that I have, little pups, holy crap. They are getting big. Ozzy is now as tall as Ava. It is impressive. Sense. Yeah, he's actually oh, at the shoulder. Huge. At the shoulder, he's taller than Ava now. It's impressive. That dog is gonna be a huge freaking hound dog. Yeah, they're awesome.
0: Yeah, your two pups, a boy yeah, and a girl, boy and girl. They actually seem like really cool dogs,
1: though, dude. They are.
0: They're they're chill. They're smart.
1: Well, Lily's the jumper. She Lily is the jumper. Which is annoying because I can't seem to break her of it. Like she don't jump on me much anymore. She learned not to. Okay. But I mean, it's like new people and stuff like that. She wants to greet them, Uh and that's how she does it. But I mean, they are so smart. It is stupid. It is (laughs) stupid on how smart. Like they're, they seem dumb, but holy shit! No, no, they don't seem turning. Yeah. Like when they act like certain ways, certain things they do. You're like, wow, you're fucking stupid, but. At the same time as like you see those gears turning you're like that is a smart dog right yeah
0: here. uh-huh well i think that's the difference between smart and dumb i mean like if if you're thinking about shit yeah just because you don't know doesn't mean you're dumb yeah it's just you haven't learned it yet. yeah you're that's that's ignorance that's ignorance yeah that's ignorance mm-hmm. you just you don't know yeah yeah but no so yeah I, like i said i yeah. seen your pups and i'm like no those are actually some smart little mm-hmm. doggies like I wanna I've get seen them figuring shit out, and they're thinking about shit. Yeah. And no, that's a sign of intelligence. I, I want to yeah.
1: get them on the scent trails, doing scent trails and everything like you go. that. Because, like, in Oregon, you can't hunt with dogs anymore. Right. But you can still find lost game, and that would be, those dogs would be, if I can get them straight and on their job, where that's their job, and they know that that's their job.
0: Now, you can use dogs for, say, like, retrieval. Uh, pelt. Hunting and shit like that? I don't
1: know if you can. I don't think you can use it for pelt hunting. No?
0: So you can't do... I don't think
1: you can do anything in Oregon with dogs aside from retrieval. Really? Yeah. I know you can uh... use them for birds, for retrieval. Right, right. Um, and you can use them for tracking down game. So, and that's my goals. That's what I ultimately want to well, get them Well, tracking watching.
0: down game after the fact they've been shot? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, something That's somebody... different than tracking game for the hunt, though. Right, exactly. Yeah, it sucks if you can't do that. But Especially for certain animals, like
1: cats, I thought you
0: you can't hunt. Nope. Uh, uh,
1: I think they just changed that not too long ago. Okay. I don't believe you are anymore. What about coyotes? I I don't think so. Of course not. I don't know. I wouldn't want my dogs to hunt coyotes anyways. Coyotes are mean sons of bitches. Oh, yeah. And they'll eventually get your dog. If you got two of them, they got a good chance. But like, I was mean, like, no, that's
0: the thing is like, you don't run with one dog. You yeah. run with a small pack. Yeah. A small pack of like pets or...
1: Oh yeah, Small small pack of pits would screw them up. Yeah.
0: They'd be fucked.
1: Yeah. But,
0: so now you realize though that hunting coyotes is actually the worst possible thing to do to get rid of the population unless you fucking absolutely decimate them.
1: Right, because then that makes more food available for each animal. No, not, not even, even that, that, man. So,
0: when when a mother when a mother realizes that well, when the females realize that the pack has gotten smaller, it they they it produces a chemical that kicks in uh, breeding into hyper overdrive. Really. So like, if they don't like, if if it doesn't follow a natural or predetermined, you know what I mean. Heat cycle. Death rate. Right. Death rate within their population. Okay. Like they notice a decline in the population. So like, if it wasn't, you know, in their mind, somewhat within a time frame. Right. It kicks into overdrive. They're like, all right, well, we got, we have predators. The only way to combat those predators is to overpopulate. Gotcha. Yep. Huh. And they're like they're one of the most responsive species out there. I believe it. To I mean, that type of yeah outside
1: influence. Huh. I believe it. And they're that's very why adapt- they're
0: growing at an exponential rate. Right.
1: They're extremely adaptable mm-hmm. species. It's amazing.
0: Well, and that's why they're just damn near about everywhere now. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Shit was kind of curious if boars don't have the same kind of thing going on because they've been doing nothing but growing right and it seems like the more the more I see people hunting them the more states I see people hunting them in I'm
1: like right
0: um, is it well but is that just because of say like social media or is that because there's been a you know what I mean increase in actual An increase in actual population right because that's what they do is they you know increase their population and spread out right. right? And, you know, in looks of resources to sustain themselves.
1: Yeah, well, I know hogs are a huge issue down south, and it's—I mean, it's a lot of farms that are that really deal with the populations that are destroys. Apparently, them. they're in
0: California.
1: Yeah, they're in California, and they're um, in Northern California. Supposedly, actually, we have them in Applegate. That's the first
0: I've heard, but I wouldn't be surprised. I heard
1: that point. a few years ago. Huh. So, I don't know if that's true, or if they wrangled that down, or if that was it, false, and just somebody right. was saying it. But well, yeah, that was... parts of about, Applegate are technically in California, That's so, true. I mean... So, I don't know. Apparently, we supposedly have them up here, too. Hmm. So, I don't know. There's some things that would Damn. be fun. I know there's a company down in Texas that does uh, aerial hog hunts. Right. That looks like so much fun. I would... I would fly down to Texas just to do that because that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds like fucking big fun. For sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would be a blast. (laughs)
0: Right? Uh, Hunting out of a helicopter? Fuck yeah.
1: I mean, shit here, it's like,
0: yeah, you get in trouble for fucking hunting out of your truck.
1: Yeah. But come
0: on, that sounds like fun, doesn't it? It does Driving around some of these Old fucking dirt roads And yeah. trails and shit What the fuck Why the fuck would that be illegal I mean Well it's funny know, if too If it's not highly populated Cause you know <coughs> what I'm talking about right mm-hmm. I'm talking about the ones That are mostly fucking grown over yeah. And well, people do not fucking drive up and down And it it's funny
1: too Because like technically You're not allowed to What is it 50 feet Or 50 yards Shoot within a road mm, I thought it was 100 yards But Oh 100 yards thought it was 5 for some reason well, it might be
0: fifty, but maybe, I mean, maybe it's five hundred. No, I don't. But
1: like we got so many roads up in the and the mountains that is like there's parts where like you don't even have to worry about getting lost half the time up here. Like if you go up in some of these hills, right. you don't even have to worry about getting lost because you walk five miles or you walk a hundred yards and you're coming out on another road. Yep. So it's like, oh, I don't know where I am. Okay, all well, and I'll it just might even just road. be
0: an old logging road.
1: Yeah, and there's so many of them that yeah. it's like. Talking about
0: getting in trouble for fucking shooting across a roadway.
1: Yeah. And you wouldn't even know the fucking roadways there with some of these roads. Yeah. You wouldn't have no, no idea. clue.
0: There's a I gotta of, imagine the other ones that are designated. Yeah. Like, they have to have a number attributed to them. But.
1: Well, that's just, I think that's that's a way they can get you for anything. Really.
0: <laughs> There's a reason why
1: laws are ambiguous. I learned that the
0: hard way with a speed racing ticket.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: went in there and started reading the laws. Yeah, and it's like, man, the shit's so fucking ambiguous. Mhm. They can just roll you for anything. As, as soon as yeah. yeah, as soon as they accuse you of it, yeah. How how how, how, how are you, you going to f- prove or disprove it? Right. And they always take, you know what I mean, the officer's word over yours, so yep. you're fucked.
1: Yep. No matter what unless yeah. you have actual video. Yeah. To prove otherwise. True. And even then, that's circumstantial. Yeah, it is circumstantial. What I was saying earlier about the pups is what I'm going to do is I'm going to get them on scent training. Because we got that field right there. Let me going to get them on scent training and start working with them that. So that way when hunting season comes up, I can take them out and use them for uh fall game. So that way when people like, I just charge people like 100 bucks, 100 yeah. bucks for an hour. And be like, okay. And then show me where it is. Yeah. Have show people. me where you lost. Yeah. Show me where you show lost. Show me the
0: blood trail. Show me where you lost
1: the blood trail. Yep.
0: Let's fucking find it. Just
1: show me where the fucking blood trail starts. And then I'll just let my dogs on it. And train them to fucking track bud. And use them as fucking down retrieval.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, one, it's a great experience. Two, it teaches you so much. You learn so much by training dogs. Or by doing anything. It's a new skill set as a handler for it. So that's got to expand me as a person. Yeah, absolutely. It gives my dog something to fucking do where that's their job, and that always do makes dogs a dog better. feel
0: so fu- fucking filled. Well, so it's just like fulfilled. a person.
1: If you don't have a job for six months, how do you feel? Like shit. It's like a fucking shitty feeling. Yeah. It's terrible. Right and then on? as soon as you get that purpose in life, you're like, okay, let's fucking go to work. You may hate your job, but at least you have a fucking job to go to. Yep.
0: And then now you have a purpose and a goal. And yep. Yeah. Yeah. You can push forward and Yeah yeah. If anything You're just gonna make things You know Line up to where You can improve yourself Yep Somewhere else And yeah Yeah Well with dogs It's so simple Like give them a job They know their job They fulfill that job And they love
1: it And they love it And they love Every single second of it Yep And if I can make money off of it And they love it Fuck yeah That's even better Always Always Plus I mean it's cool Going out in the woods Getting paid to go out in the woods And fucking track falling game Like, that's just going to make you better as a better outdoorsman.
0: No, man, that's going to make you a shitty person. How dare you? What do those animals do to you? They're just trying to get away and live another day.
1: Yeah, they that's the natural thing. No, it's not. No, that's... Eat your lettuce like a decent human being. We're evolved. No, we're not. We are not. (laughs) I can't believe I'm hearing these words out of your mouth with, like, a semi... Not even straight face. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I can play the devil's advocate pretty good. But... You
1: can. But, no, I, I know what you mean. No, Dude. if anything, it's the most ethical thing you can do. Because yeah, Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. is Everyone wants to complain about ethics of hunting. But really, using dogs to track down game and using every resource you have possible in order to find that game so that way it doesn't just sit there in the woods and rot. Because there's
0: actually a law that says... It is illegal to fucking kill an animal and then fucking leave it. Yep. It's called want waste.
1: Yep. Well, right? and it's also illegal so if you shoot you an animal. you should
0: do everything within your possible resources yep. to find it.
1: Yep. And then it's also illegal if you're a landowner and someone shoots an animal and it crosses onto your land and you deny the person right of passage to retrieve their animal and then you later retrieve that animal for your own self... It is illegal for that as well.
0: But you know how many people do that shit? It's fucking horseshit.
1: So many. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah.
0: People are assholes, man. Yeah. But it just goes to show you, you can pass a law, and guess what? It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Nope. And unless you can fucking prove it... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's worthless. Yeah. So, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to fucking... Deny somebody their property rights? Yeah, you can't deny that. No, like, you can't pit rights against rights. Nope. Because then everyone loses. Yeah. It's
1: fucked up.
0: It is. But, you know, it's just one of those things. I mean, fuck. Yeah. You know, live and learn. You know, life isn't fair. Life is right? not fair and pick a better I shot know, next I've been telling time. my kids that since day one. Yeah. Remember that. Life, life is, is not, not fair. fair if anybody tries to tell you it's fair, (laughs) or tries to tell you that it should be fair...
1: They're conning you right now. They have
0: no fucking clue, or they're trying to pull one over Yep. Yep. Because fuck that shit. Yeah.
1: It is not fair, and it is not kind. Nope. I think, uh, what is it? Rocky Balboa has the best quote on that one. No, nothing will hit you as hard as life will. It's a whole spiel on Rocky Balboa, where he's talking to his son... And he's like, you're talking about how he's going to be an up-and-comer and everything like that. And he's like, you know as I know, nothing will hit as hard as life will. Nothing will bend you to your knees as hard as life will. And it'll keep you there unless you get the will to get back up. Well, that's every bit true. They will hit you with every fucking challenge it can possibly throw at you. Yeah. And it's all about your reaction to it. You either lay down in the corner and cry or get up and shoulder it keep chugging it forward
0: I think there's a caveat to that
1: only because
0: it, at that point it becomes the dynamics or the metrics are, they're different nothing will hit you harder than your dad would. well that's if you have a decent dad I think yeah ultimately because he's gonna prepare you for
1: for life yeah. for life yeah
0: like you think that you know it, like you know. You know, I can see that caveat. Right, yeah, like,
1: like, he's preparing you. He's throwing yeah. challenges at your way because he knows you can handle them. And he's teaching you at the same time that you need to rise above it. And that the challenges ultimately are all surpassable no matter what they are.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You
1: know. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. But, I mean, that's just, it's like, once you get there, it's like, you do as best you can. And then you, you let them fucking take life on and fucking grab the bull by the fucking horns and wrestle it to the ground
0: well it's kind of funny like fear takes on a completely different meaning at that point yeah like there isn't that fear of the unknown yeah it's the fear of what you're expecting because of what you got yourself
1: into yeah
0: because well we're dealing with reality now
1: yeah right yeah there's there's also an excellent series that um oh i can't remember his name it's uh the YouTube channel is called Frog Logic and it's called the series is called oh, Embrace Fear.
0: Yes. Dave No, is his name? God. He's the he's the only survivor from um, No. Huh? No, he's the lone not, survivor.
1: N- no, that's um right? Mm-mm, it's a different guy um but I know who you're talking about and I'm totally fucking blanking on name. Uh, Marcus Luttrell is who you're thinking of. Marcus
0: Luttrell, Okay. That's not Marcus. Oh. No. No, you're right. It's not Marvel's oh, The Truck. Fuck. No, no. Yeah, you're right. My bad.
1: Uh, David Rutherford. David Rutherford. Yes, it yeah. was David. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. a motivational speaker, and that's what he does. Is he goes around and show uh, explains his life experiences as a team guy and how to be a team person and grow as a leader and grow as a person. And that's one of his series, and that's actually probably my favorite series by him is the Embrace Feeder series. Because, yes. I mean, it's... It doesn't matter where you are in your life on how high or how low you are. You listen to those, and it will speak to you no matter where you are. Yeah, absolutely. And it's fantastic because it's the absolute truths. And the true truths, the hard truths, will hit you at the highs or the lows. It doesn't matter, and they will still stay relevant to your life.
0: Fuck yeah. No, I I agree, actually. I'm a a fan of that series I've listened to it many times.
1: That's one of my favorite. I listen to it every time I work out. Work out. Yeah, that was
0: like. It's
1: my favorite time time to listen to it.
0: On my lift days, that's what I listen to. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just. Because it helped me.
0: Because, I don't know. I run it at like a kind of a little bit higher frequency. Yeah. So, it helped me kind of keep things pulled back just a little bit. Like, just so I wasn't going so fast. I was still going hard,
1: but not fast. Right. I don't know. The reason I like li- I, I listen to it every all the time when I re- I'm lifting, and my favorite part about it is it, it focuses me on why I'm doing what I'm doing because it's not necessarily like when I'm lifting. Yes, I'm lifting for myself. I guess that's
0: what it was. You're yeah, right. Yeah, it creates a focus. Yeah, it's yes.
1: I'm lifting for myself, but not only am I lifting for myself, I'm lifting for my team. I'm lifting for the people, the loved ones that. Help support me and I help support because if I'm stronger physically and stronger mentally, I can hold them up higher when they're down. And it just it builds those bonds of teamwork. And it doesn't matter where you are in your life. You have to have a team. If you don't have a team, you will crumble by yourself. We're social creatures. It's a requirement. And it's the people that are in the lowest parts of their lives. is because their team or their structure has completely crumbled around them.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean... Hell, they did um, studies on rats. Uh, was it in, like, the 60s and stuff? So, like, favorite studies. So, it's really interesting. I love it because it's people did different twists on it. And one of them was, so is the classic study of cocaine versus regular water. So, like, they'd mix cocaine into water and then put a rat in a cage with it. And then the rat would automatically choose the can- cocaine water, drink it, overdose, and die. Right. They'd become addicted to it. And then they did that in study, and they extrapolated out right and they put more rats in there and they found that the rats who were socialized or the mice that socialized that had social networks were 10 times or were almost indefinitely likely to stick with regular water because they are social creatures and so because they were fulfilled structurally and socially network wise they actually stuck with regular water and the ones that were the social outcasts would go to that didn't have that support structure would go to the cocaine water. And then they started taking that and they branched off of it even more and took a rat that was socialized, that had a good social network, put it by itself and gave it those two options and it went straight to the cocaine water, right? Because it was by itself. Right. And then when they took that rat and put it back into the same, into its previous habitat with all of its roommates essentially, Uh its social structure – It stopped drinking the cocaine water and went back to regular water. No joke. Huh. And I mean, that's with rats and everything like that. But it shows you on just how much, even on a basic level, how much social support and good relations with people it requires.
0: Absolutely.
1: You have those hard points in your life. It will drive you to that point if you isolate yourself. You pull yourself into a group that lifts you up and supports you, and the choices get so much easier.
0: Yeah. But it's funny though cuz I mean you actually had to take the subject and place him in one environment and then place him back into another mm-hmm. in order to get those.
1: Yeah. No, and it's it's hard to do a scale where it actually normal like natural life would happen. drive to them. but I mean,
0: but I mean a lot could be said how it, how that pretty much relates to a lot of what we see you know
1: yeah absolutely
0: drug use abuse you know social structure Mm -hmm. right
1: generally I mean it seems to me that the people I've met that are generally have addictive issues are generally the people that are alone that spend the most time alone that don't crave social networking or need or social structure that's just my personal experience I mean it fits too it fits the narrative of that of those experiments and I just find it really interesting on how much I mean people forget on how social we are that it requires person to person and face to face contact and not like the telephone helps but when you te- text on it when you rely on texting or just inst- or social media it loses its value dramatically
0: not only does it lose its value it actually fucking works backwards
1: Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, absolutely.
0: I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm witnessing some of the most I don't know, asinine like, infighting gun yeah. groups right oh, yeah. now, and it's just it's mind-boggling.
1: Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. uh, David Goggins. He's like considered one of the most. Uh, Joe Rogan talks about him. I mean, he's on a bunch of stuff. He's another Navy SEAL, um, and he's considered one of the world's most. Uh, what is it? Like hardest athletes, essentially. Oh yes, yes, yes. We were talking about this. I think last Mm -hmm.
0: week, and yeah, I listened to his podcast with him on Joe Rogan. That was actually, yeah,
1: he's next level. That was a
0: great fucking episode. Yeah, I don't like very many of Joe Rogan's episodes, but that was a that was a phenomenal one.
1: Yeah, and he's in a couple other ones. There's another one I found that I really enjoyed. Um, I'll find it in a bit. Anyways, basically... I'm he- just
0: kidding. I fucking love Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, not, But some of the fucking people he has on, man, driving me nuts. That's true. Nuts. Some of yeah. the people, man. Like, I'm all for fucking like, different sides of the spectrum, but I don't know. It seems like lately he's had a lot of fucking just ignorant haters on. So it was nice to have some fucking intelligent people, no matter <laughs> what side of the spectrum they were on. Yeah, just recently.
1: <laughs> uh, it's uh, how to make yourself immune to pain with David Goggins, and um, it's amazing because he comes from a broken home in Illinois when, like, the KKK was huge. Mm. He was in a small town. The like one of the KKK's highest guys behind or er, sons was in the seat right behind him at school. Like, he suffered all his fucking emotional. Like, he was by himself. And he was by himself in the truest sense. Like, his mom was going to school and working all the time. His dad was non existent, essentially. Like. Wait,
0: is this guy black? Yes. Okay, see, I had no idea from listening to him that he was black. I had no idea. Seriously?
1: Yeah. Oh, fuck. And, like, he goes on about, uh, he talks about how his home was broken and how he just made the decision he was going to be a SEAL. I was like, sorry, but he just sounded like a normal dude to
0: me. No, like, he I does. I not tell. Yeah, no, he does. He sounds... Like, just, just like you, you know what I mean? It's like, people can't tell that, you know what I mean? You're... I'm half Mexican. Half Mexican. Yeah. But look like an Iranian terrorist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only when I grow the beard out. Yeah. The Jihad Johnny beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there was a scene in there where he talks about it and yeah. Man. it's beautiful the way he puts it. But basically he's like, social media is a platform. It is not your life. Use it as a platform to lift others. Don't live your life through it. Right. And it was like, it's true. I mean, every, yeah. and it's amazing because he talks, he's the one that he goes about the hard truth all the time. And you listen to him. He curses a lot, which I love because I curse a lot. Right, and it's because it's expressing your truest self to the person. Yes, you're not filtering who you are. Right, and it's just he's nothing but hard, hard well, truths. Adjectives.
0: I mean, exactly. Yeah.
1: So he's another person that if you have a chance, listen to him. He's impressive. He set the no, like I said, he was record. one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. That I've ever I've ever listened to on Joe Rogan's. Uh...
1: He set the world record for pull-ups. Yeah. On was it twenty-four hours? I mean the dude's he's phenomenal. He ran um, a 40, 48 hour twenty four hour race over a one mile around a one mile track to qualify for the Death Valley Ultra Mar- or Ultra Marathon for because he talks about it, it as he was in free fall school with uh, Marcus Luttrell's brother, okay. his twin brother, when oh, Marcus right. Luttrell was in the middle of the op that went bad. And he talks about how that's how he was going to do it. He was going to do a foundation and he needed to generate money for it. And the best way to generate money is to do something hard. He's like, so I've Googled the hardest fucking ultra marathon I could find. Popped up this. Talked to the guy. He's like, you got to run 100 miles in 24 hours. Damn. So I can let you. So I can qualify you. for I let you in. And he ran a one around a one-mile track. And he had broken bones, stretch fractures. He was had his... Uh, ankles and his or his ankles taped all the way up to his calves because his stress factors were so bad like 70 miles in he was pissing blood shitting all over himself like he could not walk and get up and he like walked the last 10 miles or walked like 9 miles of it or 10 miles and his wife's like you're not gonna make it at this time and then he fucking finished the last fucking 19 miles What under the 24 hours yeah what
0: he just said fuck it and ran he said
1: fuck it and win it and ever since then, he's, like, an ultra marathon runner, and that's all he does is just to push himself to the limit of his human soul. Right.
0: What well, He was saying, like, he fucking gets up and runs 10 miles every morning.
1: 20 miles 20 every miles. morning. He wakes up at 3 o'clock in the morning, runs 20 yeah. miles, then he rides his bike to fucking work, work at, like, yeah. 20 miles there, runs another 5 to 10 miles during, at lunch? Long during lunch, and then rides his bike back, and if he's feeling good, he'll go another 4 to 5 miles. And his, like, goal is to put in, like, 450 miles a month of running. Dude, that's insane. I mean, it's... So... The limits of the human soul are so much more than what we think we can do.
0: No, but the only problem is, is the human body is still limited. So there's a reason why bodybuilders and runners die of heart attacks. You know what that reason is? Really take so much? Because your heart has only so many predetermined beats. Yep. And that's what fucking most every medical doctor will tell you. And they don't know what it is, and it's different for every fucking person.
1: Yeah. Your heart just will give out at some point in time. Yep. Yeah.
0: Sad to say, but that's how it goes.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I
0: guess at that point, it's like, well, I mean, I get you know, you die loving what you're doing, but you could have fucking chilled, too, and yeah. had 20 more years. But, I mean, the
1: point is is that uh, he puts... Or it out, not, I mean... Right, and the point that he puts out is, is like that's how he... his The hardest person to please is himself. Yes. That nobody else ever matters. That once you get to that point where you realize that fuck all the haters, fuck everyone that tells you you can't do anything, or you can't do something, take that and use that as fucking fuel, and fucking do it. Because the only person that says you can't do anything that really matters is yourself.
0: This is absolutely true.
1: Yeah. I love the only it.
0: thing I would worry about is maybe like a case of self-induced uh, sociopath. Right?
1: Yeah. Switch to too much to the dark side. Yeah, pretty much at yeah. that
0: point, right? Like just care too much about yourself and not what others think. and Yeah. And then, yeah, you just lose that. I don't know. Um What's really weird is like I've been I've been reading these books lately, and they're all they're all titled like very selfishly. It's, but don't get me wrong, it, like that's not what I'm I'm looking for. Right. It's technically all like business based type shit, but it's great because even even through everything that they go through, in the end, it's all there's always a caveat of. Remember your human empathy. Right? Yeah. You know, it's like sure you you know you can you can take all this and use it to your advantage nefariously, but it's not gonna work out in the long run. Right. Unless you remember your empathy. Right. You know what I mean when implementing these.
1: Right. These tactics. No, it makes sense too, because like as a business perspective, you gotta own. Um, there's an uh, article in the Art of Manliness which put it together it Was like um, basically apologizing. It was a quote, I can't remember exactly what it was It was a very short quote and they broke it down. The example was is that this company put out a bunch of products that they didn't like that ultimately they received a few complaints about and they for a Christmas thing and everyone that ordered one got a $50 gift card and the mail didn't matter what they ordered even if they didn't order the product that they'd, that was at fault. Everyone got a $50 gift card that made that order in that time period, and it was an apology saying, hey, sorry, we screwed up. It's not the keepings of our standards. This is my apology. Straight owned it, and then dealt with it. And he could have just kept on going and not even fucking acknowledge it, replace a couple of people, and it's like, that makes your company look even better.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Public image is
1: amazing on how much it will help your company.
0: Yeah. Yeah, public, public image helps. Don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah. Um, but you only get that through empathy, having empathy for your customers.
0: Well, and then I think there's a lot of uh, what I've noticed, a lot of business owners have, d- have been doing wrong, is they forget what their employees are really worth to them. Right. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I have worked for a few, very few, who do remember that, and they show it, you know, gratuitously, like, it's, right. it's obvious, like, uh, KCI, prime example, do they take care of their people? Right. You know, as long as, it, well, that's the thing, too, is, like, you have to be there for so long in order to get it, and, you know, this yeah. and that, but, yeah. But, but you, once you're in, you're in. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. They give so much... And it's funny, like, it can't always be expected because some years are just shit. Right. It's all you get is a thank you card. You know what I mean? And the, and, and then, you know, well, I'm sorry, all you get is a thank you card. <laughs> That's actually a lot. Right. Because I have never worked anywhere else where I got a thank you card. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So. No, it's a huge there's a, gesture. Yeah, there's a personalized note, you know yeah. what I mean? And they write it specifically to you. Yeah. And then on the good years, you get that special note and then you get the cash bonus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not a shopping, not a gift card. You know what I mean? No, you get a cash bonus.
1: Yeah. Well, it makes sense. It's the companies that take care of their employees the best. Yes. If you take care of your employees, your employees know it. They will put out the best work for you over a company that treats you like shit. Because, I mean, ultimately, that's the biggest thing is that the biggest reason why people leave jobs isn't because of the management at the higher level. It's because of their direct supervisor yep. management. Yep. So if you take care of everyone, everyone takes care of everyone. Yep. And they put out the best product or service that they possibly can at all times because they suck it up. They're like, this company takes care of me. I'm going to take care of it.
0: Well, apparently, what that also helps with is loss.
1: Where, say, materials
0: just kind of come up missing. Right. You know, where an employee justifies, oh, well, they got so many of these. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I can just take it. You know, I'm not stealing.
1: Right. You know. This is reappropriating.
0: Just, yeah, just reappropriating. It's just a tiny little nut and bolt here or there. Right? Right. No, it's loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it is theft. And one of the it's ways varsity. of dealing with that is... By doing bonuses and stuff like that and, you know what I mean, incentivizing and, you know what I mean, making your employees feel like they're, you know, they're worth the shit and they're cared about and they're part of the team. Yeah, if they feel like
1: they're part of the family, they don't want to steal from their family. Right, right, right. They wouldn't. Well, well, except for the certain people that it doesn't matter and those people will be found out by everyone else and and dealt with. right. I mean that should be. Yeah, and yes. they'll police themselves. That's but a beautiful what's funny, part. though, is, yes, there's lots of, lots of
0: examples of where you get your family involved and all your family, does, either you're screwing them or they're screwing yeah. you.
1: Well, and family and business just don't go together, period. Because right. business but is about numbers. you create
0: that family or, well, what I like to call a tribe. Right? right. You create that tribe and then, you know what I mean, that you guys all have a common goal. Yeah. So you work towards that goal. Why would you steal from yourself if you're part of that
1: goal? Well, right. Right? Right. Because if they do good, then you do good. Right. And you might have to wait a little bit longer, but you still do good.
0: And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, people within are going to be like, well, why is, he get, why is he higher than me? Or, you know what I mean? This and that. And that's where things, you know, I think that's our own our own downfall as humans is we lack the communication to outline, hey, look, this is the hierarchy and this is why. Yeah, And it's like, no disrespect, but this is where you fit best. If you feel otherwise, you know, and and I think people should be open and honest honest enough to go ahead and accept, hey, no, this person feels like you're wasting my skills. I'm better off. You know what I mean? Right. You should be Doing able to be up, vocal then, about it. Okay, then do it. Please yeah. show us. But we that's the seat. thing is you have
1: to demonstrate yes. that ability.
0: Absolutely. But then that requires communication. Right. Right? So, one of our biggest downfalls as a society is the lack of communication. Yep. Whether it's from the top down or from the bottom up, Yep. they both are just as
1: good. Well, and it's funny too because, and then it's like you get put in certain situations because, like, like for last year I mean it was inter- it was it was interesting because I was working with this guy and he's a great worker phenomenal worker and to do to juggle he got put in a position where he had to juggle all the things where he actually got to see all the juggling that I had to do during the season and everything like that uh-huh. and prior to season he didn't seem like he was going to be quite a team player on that and then once he realized all the shit that was that went with the position that I was in when it actually when shit hit the fucking fan the last two weeks before christmas which is when my shit goes through the fucking roof and it's like it was an eye-opener he's like holy shit i, I couldn't do that and it's like this is why i'm here as so you get those rare demonstration points that really solidify every once in a while like it's either the make or break moments where it's like this is why you're doing this or this is where you exceed and you need to be here as a person you have to be able to communicate your shortcomings and your fucking strengths to the maximum extent and not be a bullshitter about it you gotta be say, I can do this I can't do that yeah use me to the maximum amount of your advantage you do that and there's nothing gonna be but success for you as long as you keep doing it
0: absolutely because you're being honest and open to that yeah. point and being straightforward I mean, honest open yeah. nothing
1: wrong with that absolutely not I think that honestly is probably one of the biggest it is a biggest strength for an employee that can be honest is somebody that can be honest and say the hard truths about themselves and not bullshit about it right honestly I think that's like really the fucking biggest trait that you can look oh. for in a person. Yeah, but that's
0: hard to fucking find in these this day and age. Yeah, it is. Especially when you're dealing with some of the, uh, I don't know. I guess it depends on where you're at, but like I uh, (laughs) say, like the aluminum boat industry here. Right. There's some boat owners, man. That if you boat boat shop owners that if you don't sell yourself, they really don't care.
1: Yeah. Well, and ultimately, as a person, that's what you have to do. That's, like, it's funny because you see that in. And... Well, no, but well, what's funny is, like, when you have a reputation that precedes you...
0: Right. They still expect you to go in, go in there and... Prove yourself. You know what I mean? No, not even, like, really prove yourself, but, like, they they want to see your fucking ego. Gotcha.
1: Like, if they don't
0: see your ego, then they're like, oh, well, he's fucking weak. Right. Right. And then you end up with a fucking three-month fucking employment thing where you pretty much just fuck their ship yeah, and walk, and walk away. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, it's, it's gonna... like, all right, well, I don't even technically need this job anyway, you dumb fuck. <laughs> I was going
1: to say, you see that in the Army, too. Everyone, like, the other branches like to joke about the Army and how it's so decorated with uh, ribbons and shit like that. Like, you can get an award for anything. But I mean, it's like it's true though, because there's a perfect example on social media. I've seen this personally, but it goes with you're the only person that can sell yourself and be, and you're in charge of your own future. And it's there's a yes freaking hilarious one where it was a E3 versus an E5 or an E6, and the E3 went and got a 300 on his APFT, and he put in or his leadership put in for an Army Achievement Medal. Which is like the lowest one you can get. An Army Achievement Medal for getting a 300 on his APFT. They put it in, it got approved, he got an AAM. Right? The other E6, he graduated at the top of his class that he was in, like, ALC or something like that, or aerosol, A bunch of fucking shit, right? And they pulled called him up there, and he got a coin. And he also got a 300 on his APFT. But he got a coin. And it was because he didn't do the paperwork to promote himself and say, hey, I earned this shit, I'm going to put myself in for an award. And whether it got approved or not, like, had he put in for an award, he would have probably got it. But because he didn't, and the E3 did, even though it was for something even lesser than he did, the E3 still was taking charge of his own future and realized, the more awards I have, the better off I will be.
0: Ah, okay. And Uh, so he
1: put in for that award, even though it was... Yeah. See, this I, I guess it's it's you got my,
0: my I don't know. My experience was way different.
1: Yeah. All know. I'm saying is that you got to put yourself in. Yes. And say you got to toot your own horn and say every once in a while you can't do it all the time. Right. But you got to say, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it. I'm doing good. Pay attention to me for a second. And that's how you get the po- the good attention. That's how you climb.
0: Right. Um, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I know, I know what you mean, dude. I mean, negotiating your wage, and that's what it was all about. Like, and, but no, I what what I was talking about was, uh, yeah, different scenario. So, I'm I'm just trying to get out of a job where my skills aren't being utilized. You know what I mean? But I no, honestly absolutely don't want to get back into boats, but. Word is, is, hey, you know, he pays, like, 20 bucks an hour, you know, start for boat builders. Like, all right, sure, that Yeah. Fuck it. I'll go go back to boats for 20 bucks. That's me. That's me. Sorry. I was like, so I'll go back to boats for 20 bucks an hour. Sure, fuck it. Why not? I get in there and start talking to him, and basically he sells me on how his boat is different than all these other boats and... This and that, and I'm gonna have to, you know, learn how to, <laughs> how his go together because they're nothing like it on the market.
1: Ah, oh, proprietary. Yes,
0: it's all proprietary, and I have to fucking sign a non non-disclosure agreement. Blah blah blah. This and that. And uh, he's gonna offer me a lower temporary wage, but I'll get what I'm asking for. You know what I mean? Once I make my 90 days, my like, all right. Fuck it fine you know what i mean yeah if you want to fuck you know all right you don't waste your time i don't waste my time i get it all right yeah so i get in there and i'm fucking building old fucking fish right boats the dude fucking bought fish right it's um river hawk right owned by phil cam the guy he used to own pacific diamond Jewelry in downtown medford right yeah fucking scam artist Mm mm-hmm yeah Right, everybody knows that guy's a fucking piece of shit, right? Well, if you don't, you're hearing it here. Yeah. Well, anyways, he owns a boat shop now, so yeah. Perfect. He's like, he just won the scummiest of the scummiest fucking boat builders. <laughs> or boat shop owners. I don't know. There's really not much worse than the ones that are gone and faced possible prison time. Anyways, so I was like, all right, yeah, fine, I'll do it. Dude, it was nothing I haven't worked on. Right. But that's the fucking funny part is the guy actually thinks that his shit is so special because he has no idea what's out there.
1: Right. Let's well, ignorance on that one. Yeah,
0: literally ignorance.
1: Lack of fucking knowledge about the market you're yeah. going into and just saying, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're looking at, but yeah, there's nothing special here. Right. Uh, later on, I come to find out that, like, he really tried to, he tried to really screw some of the, some of the well-known boatbuilders builders around here yeah. with his non-disclosure agreement and this and that, and yeah, they never fucking held an ounce of water in court, but he really fucking tried and spent a lot of fucking money.
1: Right. It's like, man. That's pathetic.
0: I was like, didn't you learn anything from Justin Boyce? Justin Boyce tried to fucking patent the uh, radius bottom or taper radius bottom. And coming to find out, the shit had been around since the 70s and <laughs> was well past any type of patent. And yeah. you could just run wild with it, baby. Run <laughs> wild.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But
0: that's how some of these guys are, man. Yeah, like they think they they think they found the jackpot, and they're just reinventing the wheel. It's it's quite comical. Right. Yeah. Well, so yeah, Pretty no. much all I did was work for this guy for uh, what was it, sixteen bucks an hour, and I gave him sixteen dollars an hour worth of work, and right. And yeah, we ended up parting ties, and yeah, well, <laughs> whatever, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I you know. I, I got what I wanted out of it, and yeah, I don't think he did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and that's ridiculous. I mean, that's something that he should have been able to know within, like, a week of you working there to know what your quality of work is and oh, be able to well. go. I mean, as a fucking manager, if you don't have people, if you don't have your managers as an owner keeping an eye on people and letting you know, hey this person is excelling or this person is doing what it is. I mean, I understand that from a business standpoint that if you could pay a person $16 an hour versus $20 an hour, that's $4 an hour you save, which over a course of three months is still a lot of money.
0: Right. Well, no. And that's the thing is like, I was fully, was fully ready to go ahead and, you
1: know, yeah, do my
0: part in this. And then I found out who was actually running the shop. Yeah. And how it was ran and seeing how things went there and it was just like, Oh fuck. This is a mess. This is a hot fucking mess. Right. And you're pretty much opening yourself up for well, real life trolling. (laughs) (laughs) And you're gonna pay for it. And that's you know, it was like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's what you get. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, that's one of those things where it's like if you jump into a business, if you jump into an industry that you've never been in before, you gotta pay the piper. You gotta do your homework, learn everything you can, and fucking get into it full bore.
0: Dude, this guy fucked people so bad. He would fucking hire them on and tell them they're fucking gonna be making twenty two dollars an hour. Yeah. And if they were lucky, they were making like fourteen. Right? Yeah. The unlucky ones were told that they were given free internship. Fuck for that. For two weeks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fuck that.
0: This guy did all kinds of fucked up shit.
1: That would be So fun. he
0: had karma coming to him. Oh, yeah. Big time. And I the, the funny thing is, being in the boat industry as long as I had, I knew exactly what I was getting into anyway. So, yeah, I was... I was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't give a fuck. Cause it was fun. And I got to work with my fucking buddy Steve.
1: Right on. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And dude, that guy fucking pulled the biggest the biggest fucking heist. We're gonna break it here. Breaking news. Cha 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 cha. Literally the biggest fucking heist in fucking boat shop wages go.
1: Yeah. He
0: literally fucking bullshitted his boss for a $5 an hour raise.
1: Damn.
0: And everybody in the shop believes it to this day. So unless they listen to this, they have no fucking clue.
1: <laughs> and honestly,
0: I mean, fuck, we have like anywhere from 11 to, if we're lucky, 50 listeners. <laughs> Dude, nobody's going to know. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he got a five dollar hour raise from bullshit, and he called me and he's like, "Dude, I kind of feel guilty." And I pretty much reminded him of my tenure, which was like ninety days there at that place. I yeah. Said, no, dude, fuck that guy. You get everything yeah. that you can. No, oh, fucking take. He's like, "You're right. Thank you. I'm <laughs> glad I called you."
1: <laughs> take what you can. Yeah. Give nothing back.
0: Now, I believe he's the highest paid boat builder in the valley.
1: Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That is fucking Don't awesome. Don't get me wrong.
0: Motherfucker's badass. Yeah. He knows his shit. But honestly, he's wasting he's wasting his time with a fucking welding gun in his hand and should just stick to that base. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Steve Howell?
1: Oh, yeah. From the John yeah. Doe Boys? Yeah. Yeah, he's... He's a fucking great place player. Yeah,
0: he's a bad motherfucker. Uh-huh. He's a bad mamma jamma. That's what, yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, dude, it's fucking That is rad. fucking rad as I fuck. I love
0: that guy. I'm so happy for him. That fuck is so yeah.
1: fucking cool. I mean, and that just goes to show what you go in there and you say what you're worth. And you fucking, yep. you're like, this is what I'm fucking worth. Period.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you're. He
0: used the pot thing. He's like, I'm going to go make these things for these pot growers and make them 25 bucks an hour.
1: <laughs>
0: and they're like, and he's like, that's on the low end. I could be making up to 35 <laughs> Yeah. And, he's, and yeah, he's like, well, what is it going to take for you to keep you? <laughs> and he gave him an outrageous number and he said, okay.
1: <laughs> that's how you do it. I was like, holy fucking shit, man. I was but like, I mean, That's fucking awesome. That mean, that just shows you, though. And oxy- he's still there today. I'm like, of course <laughs> you are. <laughs> and that just goes to show you, though, that if you're that valuable to a company, uh-huh. they will pay they will you pay what you, even if you think it's ridiculous of yeah. what your worth is, they're, they just put a price tag on what your worth is. Yeah. Even if you thought it was ridiculous, that just became your actual worth. Now he's worth fucking $25 an hour, and there's not anyone that can say otherwise.
0: No, he's worth more than that. <laughs> I think he's at like twenty seven fifty. That's killer. Yeah, that's unheard of in boats, man.
1: That's fucking killer.
0: Yeah, yeah. For a guy who was actually on the floor building them, yeah, that is unheard of. Go and get. Sure, me. you can run the shop for that. Yeah. yeah. No, he makes like five
1: dollars more an hour than the fucking foreigner. <laughs> it's fucking rad. If you're listening, people, go and get what you're fucking worth. Quit fucking around. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Drop some balls. Absolutely. Absolutely. Prove Absolutely. it. Prove it, it too. Earn it. Prove it. I fucking get it.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yep. It's fucking awesome.
1: That's fucking killer. Hell
0: yeah. Right? Well, and it was funny, I mean, don't get me wrong, it wasn't complete bullshit. Like there was some talk or whatever, you know, probably just drunken banter. Yeah. And He decided to use that as a plausible scenario. (laughs) 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 Like, started the rumor within the shop first, and then so ultimately, and then made it to where ultimately the boss had heard and was like, Hey, come up to the office and talk to me. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, Yeah. I haven't heard all the details yet.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh huh. He plenty. was playing
1: the long con on the con. Yeah, hell uh-huh. yeah, that is fucking awesome. The long game, hell yeah, dude. I'm telling you,
0: there's so much more to play on the long game. Oh yeah, absolutely. So much more to play, and yet so many people cannot look outside this tiny little bubble. Yeah,
1: you gotta get out of the right now picture and look at the fucking long picture. What do you want? How are you gonna get it? Not what's the fastest way to get it how are you going to get it
0: well no well how are, how are you going to be able to sustain it Yeah. like how do you get there and sustain it you know it's not about just making like i, I don't know like uh, I, the hustler mentality where you flip and get flip and get flip and get yeah. flip and get it's like okay that that works but only for so long especially if your game isn't you know yeah
1: on well, the and eventually you'll fucking run yourself out of cir- out of the circle And it'll, the circle's too small eventually. Right. And everyone knows. So,
0: what's the long game? You know, figure out something that, yeah, people are going to want. Yeah. All the time. For a long period of time. Um, You know, pleasure items is one of them, right? Yeah. You know, shit, there's a reason why prostitution is the longest known profession. Oh, shit. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's like, honestly, like, my... 15 years building boats. I'm like, when are we going to run out up people to sell boats to? Never. Never. Because every year, so many fucking hundreds of thousands of people graduate high school, go to college.
1: You know what I mean? Yep. Make money, get right. a boat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some of them, yeah, go straight to that's... work. Some of them go to college. Yeah. You know what I mean? But eventually, yeah. It funnels down to there's a certain there's a certain percentage of those people that, guess what? They're in a the market for a fucking boat right. to to the lake every weekend. Yep. And they don't want to buy it. Either. Right. Or maybe they're the person. Yeah, I don't
1: know. Yeah, no, it's true. It's, there's always a growing market. As population yep. increases, there's a growing market. Yep. And that's not even including the amount of people that decide they don't want a their boat. They want a new boat. They well, want to upgrade. People are born every day. People die every day. It's just a rotation. Yep. So guess what? People that wreck them, all that shit. I mean. Yep. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's an ever-growing market always. You just got to tap into it and run your business smart. Treat your employees right. Do good by your employees. Your employees will do good by you. If your market and business and everything like that is straight, well, then you're going to do nothing but succeed.
0: Right. All right. Well, shit. You want to fucking wrap it up?
1: Sure. This is another w- awesome episode of oh. A Faded Reality brought to you by Audio Violence. Go Audio Violence. Or go home. Absolutely. Thank right. you to our sponsor, Mountain Rogue Fabrications LLC, once again, for <laughs> doing this, supporting this awesome episode and keeping it going.
0: Yeah. Um, you will not catch us next week. Um,.
1: I got drill so I drill. won't be here.
0: And uh, we might be able to do one more and at that point we're going to drop some news. There Ooh. will be some big changes coming.
1: Big changes in the future.
0: It's every, you know, that's life, right? It's
1: life. Take it's it as it comes. All absolutely. right.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, until next time.
1: Deuces. Peace.